0: If you have a child with type 1 diabetes, whether they were diagnosed five days ago or five years ago, you continue to have questions. These are the questions about the emotional side of living with diabetes, the questions about how to parent diabetes. I'm Joanne Robb, a psychotherapist and fellow T1D mom, and I've been parenting diabetes for almost 15 years. In this podcast, I'm here to answer your questions about the emotional and relational challenges that come with being a caregiver for a child with type 1 diabetes. Before we dive in, I have to remind you that I'm not a doctor and nothing that I offer here should be considered medical advice. If you want to make any changes to the way you or your child is managing their type 1, please be sure to check in with your doctor or medical team. Let's get started.
1: Hi there. Hello. Hi. My name is Juliana. And my son is seven years old, and he was diagnosed with type one last summer. And this is going to be our first holiday season. And I'm wondering if there is anything I need to be in the lookout for as we head into the holidays.
0: Oh, what a great question, Juliana. Thank you for calling in to ask that. Yeah. And when I think about it, I think there's two different things to be attentive to. Um, The first one is about food and eating. So normally at the holidays, you know, you go to parties or you have a family gathering and everyone brings cookies and candy. And that's just normal for your seven-year-old, you know, at that age, he's independent enough that he's going to go and grab the things he wants to eat.
1: Yeah, he's a cookie
0: monster. He's a cookie monster. (laughs) So my one piece of advice I'm going to have for you is to not panic about that your instinct, especially when you're so new to this is to be tightly in control all the time, and maybe even try to prevent him from eating the cookies. But I'm going to suggest not that you loosen it up and don't pay attention, but you don't panic, right? Like if he manages to get some cookies, and you don't even know what it was, and he's suddenly 350, just take a breath and do a correction, right? Like you don't even need to ask him, what did you just eat? Don't even bother. You could just say to him, hey, if you eat any more, could you let me know in advance so I could dose you, right? Like, you know, just uh-huh. stay as calm as you can. One thing I want to offer to you also is that on Wednesday, December 14th, and I think this show will release on the 13th, on December 14th. So there's still time to register if you're listening on the Tuesday. I'm giving you a free webinar called Let Them Eat Cake. So I encourage you to get onto my website, diabetesweettalk.com and register for that because there I'll talk all about sort of holiday management, but I'll talk a little about holiday management, but mostly I'm going to talk about like how to create a healthy relationship to food and eating in your house, which includes Uh allowing normal eating and normal eating includes cookies and cake and all the things at holidays that come up, right? So I'll pause there and see if do you have any reaction to that? Like how hard is that going to be for you?
1: I'm actually was afraid about that aspect because I want my kid to have these memories of with food as well. And I do have a relative who was diagnosed thirty years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, the way they were taught was never to eat dessert. Mm-hmm. And this relative was diagnosed very early, so this person doesn't miss desserts and is totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. But my kid loves desserts, mm-hmm. and I know, and I learned that we can include that and it will be very weird to my family to see that my kid can eat dessert they will be a little worried because they're so used to see the other relative never eating dessert so I'm a little afraid that everybody's going to try to control my kid even though I'm saying I got it I got it
0: okay yes I do yeah wow you're talking about something so important Juliana So two things I want to notice there, and you're pointing to the second thing I wanted to talk about before. One thing though that you're saying right now is that there's some family history with diabetes, right? And it was managed differently, which is true. Like people diagnosed 30 years ago were managed differently than people diagnosed now. And a lot of parents did decide to get really strict with food management because it is a strategy to keep blood sugars in range. So I love that you're saying like you don't want his eating to change too much, right? Of course, there are going to be moments where you'll be a little anxious about the 300s, but you want him to have a normal eating experience. And I think that's gorgeous. The second thing you're talking about is family members. And this was the other thing I was going to say to look up for at the holidays, family members or friends who you haven't seen in a long time, close family friends can say some crazy stuff about diabetes mm-hmm. to your kid and also maybe to you. So you're saying that um, what you're worrying about in particular is the family saying, oh, he shouldn't eat those cookies. He shouldn't eat those cookies, right? Because the other family member never ate dessert. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more answers. Right now, your child's type 1 diagnosis feels like the biggest blow ever. You feel worried for their health and watchful all the time of pretty much everything, blood sugar, food, exercise. If your child was diagnosed in the last year, and you want to get back to the calm and sturdy parent you were before diagnosis. The place to start is with Sweet Talk's After Diagnosis coaching program designed just for parents like you by me, a fellow T1D mom and experienced therapist and diabetes coach. After Diagnosis will help you find a faster path to calm. When you're doing better with diabetes, your child will do better too. To find out more, go to diabetessweettalk.courses. So I have a few thoughts for how to manage anything that could come up in this category. One is to send an email communication to people in advance. So if you're meeting with that part of the family that never ate dessert, you can email them and say, I know you guys never ate dessert. That was a choice you made about how you guys wanted to manage. I respect that choice. I'd like you to respect that we're doing it differently. Here's how we're doing it. So that it maybe doesn't even come up. Another thing to do, if that feels too aggressive or assertive in some way, When it does come up to just sort of say, yep, we're managing differently than you and sort of put a stop to it right there. But to not take it too personally when people come in. People say stupid things so often about diabetes management. If you go to my website, diabetesweettalk.com, there is a blog post called Setting Boundaries Around Well-Meaning Advice. You could also get on and read that. I will include it in the show notes, but I recently was told about a YouTube video called What Not to Say to the Parent of a Type 1 Diabetic. So I'll include that in the show notes, but you could watch that too. It's a little bit of sort of diabetes humor, like you wouldn't actually talk to somebody the way this woman is talking to this guy because she's basically keeps talking about like how stupid he is. Cause he says, I hope your child gets better. And she says, Well, I'll let you know if there's a cure for stupidity. When you let me know if there's a cure for type one diabetes, uh, right? So, but it might lend some humor to the situation. Yes, it feel so burdensome. How does all that land for you, Juliana?
1: I think it's great. I, I think it's. I think they would do react better if I tell them in advance than putting mm-hmm. them on the spot. Yeah, great. Yeah, I think it's great advice. I appreciate.
0: Thank you. And good luck with your holidays and all your cookie monster. Thank you. Happy holidays. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening today. If you want answers to your questions about parenting a kid with type one, I'd like to invite you to join our live recording sessions so you can ask your questions in person. Not only will you get the support you need and deserve, but through the podcast, you'll be helping other T1D parents to know that they're not alone with the challenges they're facing. To join one of my live recording sessions, simply go to www.diabetessweettalk.com and click the banner at the top of the page to register. Again, go to www.diabetessweettalk.com and click the banner at the top of the page to register.